This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Blue Wire. Young Gunner. What up, y'all? It's your boy, right? Thank you so much for joining in. Your host of Michigan State of Mind. Um, Still a wild week, still a crazy week. It just feels like there's uh it kind of feels like there's gonna be no end to this, you know. Uh Trump spoke today, and um honestly, I like if they don't find if this thing isn't curbed or there's no vaccine to be found, I mean, I will not be surprised if college football is impacted heavily from this and i hope it's not some domino effect especially when it comes down to recruits who are about to sign uh who are about to sign in the late period um i don't want this virus to have you know if it does i mean it sucks but i don't want them to have like a second you know, like think twice about something because of a virus and they want to be closer to home and all that other stuff, man. I just need this whole thing to just go over, blow over. Uh, In the meantime, you know, markets, as you guys know, you know, is doing crazy things every single day. So uh, you're not going to see me tweeting much uh, before four o'clock, four o'clock. That's when, that's when the, that's when the uh, markets close and, um, you know, I have to make so many phone calls. I have to do so many things um, before four, especially now. Before it was, it was, it was, you know, easy. You know, you go through the day, markets up one one percent, great. Next day, markets up two percent, great. Next day, it's down one percent. Oh, why was that? And you see something happen, like oh, okay, it'll be back up tomorrow, which which it is, and then it'll just keep going up and keep going up. That's the easy part. Um, the hard part is managing is managing when um, when things are turbulent. Uh, that's when I have to be the best at what I do. Uh, that's when I have to be there for people who are panicking and all that. So I'm not going to tweet much before four. Um, there's only so much that I can control. I mean, like in between phone calls or discussions or meetings, I'll I'll tweet something out. But uh, not gonna do not gonna do much of that. So turbulent times, crazy crazy times. Um, please let me know what you guys are doing because there's a lot of 
you know, some people have to work from home now. Some people still have to go to work. I mean, you see, you see restaurants are, are closing now. You see hotels. Like, I don't even know what's going to happen with that. Um, my folks are out in Sacramento. My mom is, you know, you know, doing a, a job out there. And so I'm always calling her, trying to, you know, see how, see how she's doing, uh, trying to give her an update on what I'm hearing. So, uh, she stays safe. So she stays prepared with my dad. Um, make sure you're talking to your, to your, uh, loved ones. Make sure you're, um, reaching out to people, especially those who don't have that, you know, that salary income. Um, you know, those are the people who we really have to look out for. And, you know, even if that means, uh, you know, even if that means going above and beyond for the next few, few months, please do so. Um, and there, and a lot of times people are not going to ask you for anything. Uh, do, do things out of the goodness of your heart. Um, just try, just, just keep that in mind. The last thing someone wants to hear, well, it's like an, it's like an empty, I'm being nice is, Hey, let me know if you need something. You're doing that just to, so your own consciousness is clear. Like, well, they didn't reach out. So everything's good. No, 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 no. You are going to do something. Uh, if you see them struggling with something, if you know, they have kids that need to be looked out for and they need to work a different job, tell them like, Hey, 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 you know, when do you need me over to watch your kids? When do you need me over to let the dog out? Hey, I know you're struggling. This is all I can do, but here, give them 50, 60 bucks, something. You have no clue what these people are going through. No clue at all whatsoever. And if you have the means to do so, you will touch somebody and they will remember you forever. Long, you know, long past, long past this whole thing. They're going to look at you like, you know what? This person was with me, was with me through the good times. They were with me when I was below the dirt and they had no clue and they still reached out. Um, you have no clue. And, you know, and, you know, going outside of your way and doing something, doing something, not asking, don't ask, just freaking do it. And if they say you're overstepping, then take a step back. But do something. Please do something because a lot of people, they're going to be, A, they're, 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 they're not going to ask because they have a feeling of being ashamed, which they shouldn't be because a lot of people are in this boat. But, you know, just try to take that, just try to take that next step. Don't be the person that says, if you need something, let me know. They're not going to let you know. And then even when they let you know, they feel guilty about it. Just do it. Just do it. Um, prime example would be in 2005, Thanksgiving, my dad had a really bad uh, aneurysm in his uh, brain has not been the same since. Uh, totally different person now, and there was a time where you know my mom had to continue work working. I was in school, so I wasn't around, and um, and and there were there were like a dozen people that didn't ask questions. 
my mom's a strong woman and uh and you know she's gone through a lot but there were about 10 to 12 people in our community that just reached out just for something small small things hey i'm going to you know i'm going to help out for uh, 2 hours when are you going to be at home just to give her a break just something and they did that and you know my dad, he was, he's not supposed to be alive. Um, he's still here and, you know, celebrating his his 70th a, a couple years ago. And that was the first thing I brought up because I saw people, I saw people in that room who were there, you know, 2005, 2006. I also, I didn't see people who weren't there, you know, and I thought that that was really poetic you know, you're with us here celebrating. It, you know, it wasn't always a celebration. So, you know, that's my whole story behind that. Um, you, you don't know what people are going through, um, but you you kind of know people's backgrounds and you kind of have an idea of what's happening. Um, you know, go out of go out of your way and uh, and step up. And step up because a lot of relationships are going to be tested here over the next few months. Um, the real ones are, are gonna are going to be there for you. Um, the not real ones, um, you're gonna know who they are very very quickly. Ever wonder why traditional button ups look so long and baggy? That's because they were never meant to be worn that way. Untucked shirts were specifically designed to be worn untucked, no matter your size or shape. Their shirts are the perfect untucked length. With more than 50 fit combinations, untucked shirts look great on tall, short, slim, and athletic guys of all ages. Don't just take my word for it. Try Untuck It for yourself. Visit untuckit.com and use code BLUEWIRE for 20% off of your first order. They even offer free shipping and returns on all orders in the U.S. That's U-N-T-U-C-K. IT.com and promo code BLUEWIRE for 20% off of your first order. All right, y'all, your boy is back. I have a very special guest with me today um, from East Lansing High School, uh, Ethan Boy. What's up, Ethan? What's up? Hey, so before we you know get started and start like talking about things, um, you got a Michigan State offer. Congratulations. Yeah. Congratulations. Full ride. Thank you. Yeah. Dang, in that scoop. All right, all right, all right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so full ride uh, to Michigan State uh, along with others, and we'll get into that li- into that later on. But um, I don't think people know that, like, I know you know you. So, like, yeah. I've known you for how long now? Um, Probably, like, it's been a minute. Six years now, six seven. It's been, it's been, it's it's been great. Yeah, it's crazy. It's been a minute. You were what, like nine, ten years old? Yeah. At yeah. a Gusmacker, right? Was yeah. It? yeah. It was. It was at a Gusmacker. So yeah. like, so like, people listening in, they know about like the minions. You know, they know about yeah. Blake and all those guys. So right. long story short, Blake and Blake and the minions. 
you know, Blake, Eli, Riken, and all those guys, they were playing on a different court. I look like two courts down, and I see this big dude with good feet. I'm like, who is that kid? So me, just being nosy, uh, I went up to Sherry, your mom, and yeah. uh, spoke with her, and then pretty much that's been pretty much it. Yeah. yeah. Wild. And now here we are. Yeah. And now you got a deep voice. <laughs> Barely. <laughs> man, oh, man, oh, man. So, all right. So you're, you're from Howell. You're from Howell. Yeah. People yeah. think I hate Howell. Like, I don't Wait, hate Howell. What was that about yesterday? What, what was, was that about? <laughs> I was dying, but I, I couldn't figure it out. No, man. So, like, so, like, so, <laughs> so yesterday, this guy, so, like, you know, someone said, hey, it's time to just, you know, pack up and, like, move to Howell. And someone said, you know, Howell is this and that. And I go, I agree. And then someone random from Howell just, like, came at me. I, I, <laughs> I feel like he's been waiting to come at me for like yeah. three years now. But, but, so funny. but as one of my followers said, if you're going to come at me, you better not miss. Yeah, you, gotta be prepared. <laughs> you better be prepared. So like people don't know this. Like my son's godparents are from Howell. They live in Howell. For real? Yeah, for real. Like, like I go to Howell probably probably like my wife and I probably our best friends that are like family, family, uh-huh. like family to family. Um, yeah. yo, like probably our, our best friends, we go over there or they come up here once or twice a month. Um, I don't have that relationship with anybody. Like I keep my circle tight, tight, like pinhole tight. Like I don't let anybody in. Um, but I let them in and, you know, Roz, you know, no, she lets everybody in, but, um, but yeah, like I have like my, uh, uh, my son's godparents live in Howell and, um, I actually got like this, what's that one place? It's such, it's, it's like this, like ice cream and cake store. M Street. M Street. Yeah. I've never been there yet. What? But I, I, people be like, they post it on their Snapchat all the time. Oh. I still haven't been there though. You haven't been there? No. It, it got made after I moved, so. Oh, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Yeah. Hey, man, it's so it's so good. It's so it good. good. It's so good. It's so so good, man. Um, so like I've been there like two or three times. Uh, I've been to Diamonds, that little uh steak joint, steak and seafood uh-huh. joint right yeah. there too. Diamonds, yeah. I've been there. That. People think that I've never been to Howell. I don't go to Howell. That's just not true at all whatsoever. Yeah. But, uh, so yeah, so you're from Howell, you, your mom, your little brother, Evan, you guys left Howell when you're what, seventh grade you were? I was, it was, um, it was the summer going into my freshman year. So you're going into, so, so you're going into a new school, new high school. You basically don't know anybody, you know, maybe a handful, but like really you're brand new, right? Yeah, I met a couple kids like going to some basketball workouts before I moved here, but yeah, it was it was pretty new. Gotcha. And then yeah. 
And then when I uh, – and then uh, we had talked, and then you said that you were playing tight end and defensive line on the freshman team. I said that. So, yeah. Yeah, you yeah. forget that. So yeah. what? I played um, – <laughs> I, that's what I thought I was going to play, but I ended up playing tackle. You, you have good hands, though. You yeah. have good hands. And people yeah. don't know how, like, big you are. How big are you? Yeah. I'm, like, I'm 6'7 now. I'm, like, I weigh about 270 right now. You're bigger than me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bigger than most. Okay. So, 6'7, 270. You try to add yeah. some weight, too? Yeah, I'm, I'm down right now from hoop, but... Gotcha. I'll be back up. It keeps you in shape. It keeps your yeah. feet right. Yep. And, you know, it gets that. I mean, like, I, I see your uh, profile picture of, of you almost dunking. I don't know yeah, what that was. I, I can dunk. I you can dunk can. now. In games? I could, yeah. I, I, could, I would say I could now. <laughs> now, a couple weeks ago, no. <laughs> but, but, but I'm down now. Yeah, but so. you're down now. Gotcha. So... Um, so how was the, uh, how was the adjustment been? So like you, you, you go from freshman team, you, you go yeah. from freshman team, tight end defensive line to now having offers from Indiana, Vanderbilt, Michigan state, Cincinnati, Minnesota, Kansas state, your junior year as an offensive lineman. Yeah. <laughs> What happened? Did your coaches set you down and say, hey, I think this is your bread and butter? Or, you know, what happened there? Um, so what happened was at the end of my freshman year, they moved me up to play varsity. Like, I think it was like the eighth week into the season. And then from there, like, I I wasn't even – I actually wasn't even going to play. But my coach, he wanted he, – he saw potential. So I ended up playing and – since like last May, it's just taken off from there. That's crazy. So like, yeah. so your coach had more faith in you than you had faith in you. Yeah, really. I would say so. That's what's up. That's what's up. That's what's up. So when did you first start being like, you know what? Like maybe I can play this in college. Yeah. Um, I would say the beginning of my sophomore season, like. I was starting to get a little taller and um, get a little heavier, and then I, my, my coach, uh, he talked to me about it, and I decided to, um, yeah, do what I'm doing now. Gotcha. Yeah. So who was who was who was your who was your first letter? Um, my, I think it was Bowling Green. They came into our school to talk to us. Um, it was like last May. And yeah, last May. And then, who was your first yeah. offer? Bowling Green. Bowling Green was too. Yeah, they came and they um talked to us, and then they called two days later, and I was just I was in shock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what'd your mom say when you told your um, moms? She, what'd what, you say? What was that? What was that? When you told your mom, what oh, did yeah. she say? Um, she was obviously really excited, but she didn't really have anything to say because, I mean, she was shocked as well. <laughs> She's like, did, did they call the like, right what person? Does this mean? <laughs> <laughs> She's like, okay, like, what is, yeah. what's next? So yeah. Bowling Green offers you, you know, usually when you get one Mac to offer, it's like they all offer. Yeah, they, they all will. 
They all came after you. Um, like your boy uh, Brendan, he he got all of them. Brendan, Brendan Sullivan, yeah. he's he's been yeah. killing it. Yeah, definitely. He's been killing it at Davison. Um, his offer looks list looked uh, similar to yours. I'm I'm not yeah. sure what his high majors look like. Does he have a Cincinnati yeah. offer yet? Do you know? I don't believe so. No, no, not yet. Okay, 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 uh, okay. Yeah, man, he's been killing it at Davison. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. killing it, man. Um, so like. First letter, first off offer. Those are like two things that I know like right off the bat. So like yeah. I got my first letter before I played a, played one high school game. It was from Notre Dame. Uh-huh. And then my first offer was from Alabama as a sophomore. Okay. And I had no idea what that meant. And I just kept yeah. I I was just like, okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was it was real surreal. I was like, what? It's, yeah. <laughs> you mean I? You mean I can play four more years after I'm done with these four? Yeah, that's that's wild, man. So you have the whole MAC. You have Indiana, Vanderbilt. So that's Big Ten East, SEC, Michigan State, Big Ten East, Cincinnati. That's the American, right? American Athletic. Yeah. Yeah. The Minnesota Big Ten West. That's a that's a that's a big school now. Yeah. Uh, Kansas State out of the Big Twelve. Uh, yeah. Who else have you heard from that has not offered yet? Um, I've been hearing a lot from Penn State recently, and um, go Franklin. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and um, Temple a little bit, but like recently, not not anything of late. But oh. yeah. Okay. Okay. So this whole this whole process, do you feel it's a bit overwhelming? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. It's just like, you know, like sometimes it's just like, oh my God. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. But you do want to get it over with sooner than later, right? Yeah, I'm think I'm gonna definitely make the decision before my senior season starts, but Okay, so that's within the next like five and a half months or so. Yeah, hopefully. Okay. <laughs> oh man, oh man, oh man. Um so outside of rec- rec- recruiting, I know it's I know it's I know it's overwhelming. So I'm not gonna mm-hmm. beat you over the head with it. Um, yeah. So you're a, so you are a two sport athlete, or do you do a sport in the, in the uh, spring? Yeah, team? I think I'm gonna do uh, track and field this year. <laughs> you gonna do the hurdles? One on one. I'm gonna throw. <laughs> you gonna throw? Um, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay, stay busy, man. Stay busy. Yeah. You're out of trouble. It's crazy, man. So like, so like, you're you are a great example. You, Brendan Sullivan. Uh, do you know Ernie Sanders from Beecher? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's going to Kentucky, right? Yeah, y'all are great yeah. examples of staying busy, playing multiple sports. Ernie uh, played football all four years. Brendan, he's played. You know, he played uh, – no, I'm sorry. Ernie played basketball and football at Beecher. Mm-hmm. Brendan's playing basketball at Davison, too. You're playing yeah. three sports at uh, um, at uh, East Lansing. You guys are – should be like the poster kids on what others should do. You know what yeah. I mean? You know, yeah. y- you guys all had your goals realized while staying busy – and you know, taking full advantage of your uh, your uh, high school years. 
But so talk to me about the Michigan State offer. So you go in there, you visit. Tell me about the new coaching staff because they just got there. Yeah, they just got there. Um, so they were like, uh, they're not in their meeting, like they're not in their meeting rooms yet. They're at the their meeting room are like temporarily at the Spartan Stadium. So we went there. It was kind of last minute, but I went there on I think Thursday, right before they shut down all the recruitment. Gotcha. And um, I met with the offensive line coach and talked to him for about twenty five minutes. And I, I liked my conversation with him. I there um it's a lot different than the old staff though. Like there's more energy there. Really? Yeah, I would say so. So did you visit when D'Antonio was there too? Um, I mean, I went to some spring practices, but they weren't recruiting me very hard. So I wasn't um I didn't go on any like I didn't go on any um scheduled visits like they were just game game day uh, visits or um, spring practices. Gotcha. But yeah. you said that the energy is a lot different now. Yeah, yeah. I met with Mel Tucker, and he's uh, he's a cool guy. He's down to earth, and he was pretty easy to talk to. Nice man, nice yeah. man. Um, congratulations once again, Ethan yeah. Boyd out of East Lansing High School, class of twenty twenty one, one of the top linemen in the country. Uh, offers from Indiana, Vanderbilt, MSU, Cincy, Minnesota, and Kansas State. Uh, no more football talk because I know that's all you get. So let's talk about what are you doing during this whole virus thing? So it's announced that there's no school. You're probably happy. Are you bummed out? Did, did you have tests coming up? Or? Um, yeah. So at first I, I was kind of excited about it, but now it's kind of like, all right. Cause I, I can't like sit, I can't do anything. I'm just sitting in the house. But today I went uh, I went to a local trainer today, but I don't think I can do that anymore because they shut down the gyms. So I've just been hanging tight. Gotcha. Man, do some uh, – go on to YouTube and do uh, Tybo. Do okay. some, <laughs> Google it. Tybo. I used to do that when I was like 12 years old, man. I don't All know right. if they have it. Dude's name is Billy Blanks. Tybo. <laughs> <laughs> do some uh, – do some P90X. Do something okay. at the crib. Yeah. I'm doing stuff. I used to hound you all the time about jumping rope. Yep. I can do it now. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> I remember you told me to do the jabs. <laughs> I was so stiff. <laughs> you couldn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> you couldn't do it. Oh, That's man. So it's all good, though. It's all good, though. Um, Yo, Ethan. Thank you for coming on. I highly appreciate it. Um, tell Evan and tell Sherry I said what's up, right. and uh, I'll get I will get in touch with y'all soon. And uh, right. um, I really hope to come to a game next year okay. too. Sounds uh, good. I know the lineman doesn't do much, but I need like you have to pick up like a muff fumble and and juke somebody or something. I don't know. All right. All right, man. We'll talk All soon. Right. Good talk. Yo, that was Ethan Boyd uh, out of East Lansing. Just had an offer from Michigan State, um, offer from Cincinnati, Minnesota, Kansas State, Bandy, Indiana, the entire MAC. Um, I've known him for a long, long time. So thank you again, Ethan, for coming on. Um, 
as you can tell, raised very, very well. Great kid, bright kid. Um, and you can kind of, you can kind of tell, like you know, when like someone hears offer, when you're like an adult, when you, someone hears offer, you know exactly what that is. But you just kind of sensed at high, a high school kid, you know, and you say offer, it's like okay, like. Okay, like there's like there is substance to it, but like you know, like like what does all that mean? What does that entail? Um, and I'm so glad I was able to get him on, uh, just so you guys can get a quick glimpse of that. And also, I mean, he talked about the energy of the Michigan State staff. You know that that was you know something that he wanted to share out the uh, blue. So hope hopefully Michigan Michigan State fans. Um, uh, are able to see that here going forward. But thank you guys for listening in. Uh, stay tight. Stay safe. Um, and yeah, man, I'll talk to y'all soon. But for real, stay, stay tight and stay safe, man. Know where you're going. Be very, very smart. Be vigilant. Take care of you. Take care of home first. Talk to y'all soon.